Hello everybody, Go Tigers and Hoodat to you all and welcome to episode 4 of the new season of Goal to Go. Hopefully you checked out the charity stream that happened on Tuesday night. Oh, who am I kidding? You probably didn't, but we did raise some money for it. Uh, so, you know, getting 25% of the way there. You can donate in the link in the description because, uh, you know, I'm going to try and get to that 500 goal by the end of the month. Yeah. The link also in the description is to the episode from that night, because that's what I do. I, you know, upload those. So anyway, let's get into this week. Uh, we're going to start with this. By the way, the format's going to be about the same as last week's, except for the whole banking more prediction. Yeah. Uh, basically, what I mean by that is I'm not going to talk about the Saints and LSU games, because those are going to be saved for tomorrow, because those are those are important for tomorrow. Um... So yeah, let's get into the NFL picks. And before we get into the NFL picks, of course, we need to talk about the Eliminator Challenge. I picked the 49ers to win. The 49ers won. Let's talk about the rest of the games. So in the overall picks, I went 8-8. Eight and eight. Great! Yeah, so I had the Bucks winning. Bucks. they played a good game. A sloppy game, though. Uh, the Cowboys never should have been in it and also should have been killing it. Like, seriously, this game should have been a blowout for both teams. Both teams played garbage. They kept turning the ball over. It was bad. And it was like, hey, look, I'm Leonard Fournette. Here's a ball right in your hands. I'm not going to catch it. Bloomp. And it got picked off. Like, what the hell was happening out there? It was terrible. Speaking of terrible, my prediction that the Falcons were going to beat the Eagles, because holy cow, that didn't happen. Turns out the e, um, the Falcons are a bit cooked. I don't know what the hell happened. I know it's week one. But, like, you lost 32-6 to to the Eagles. And the Eagles, they're the NFC's Texans. Granted, look who else won. But, yeah, I didn't really see this game. I thought I was going to get it in my local area. We got a different game. I'll talk about it. Uh, we got the Bills and the Steelers, but that wasn't on Fox, so I wasn't watching it. And I had the Bills winning it. The Steelers won it. The Steelers apparently only blitzed once throughout the game, and they had 18 pressures. That's... What? Okay, this defense is better than I thought it would be. And I thought it was going to be decent. Top 15. Maybe they'll be top 10. We'll see about that. Um, but yeah, I was wrong about that. Wrong about the Vikings beating the Bengals. Very wrong about that one. No, the Bengals did it. That was the game that was on in my area. Now, uh, <laughs> yeah, Jamar Chase did it good. He looked good. He looked, he looked good in that game. Oh, Uno, baby, he back. I'm sorry, I'm really excited. Number one, LSU. And number two, uh, he was my flex receiver in fantasy, and oh boy, oh boy, did that work out. And I'll talk about my fantasy team once I'm done week one recap. Just a quick little recap, because we gotta do a recap of my actual team. But yeah, hey, Vikings did an okay job, but I don't necessarily... So, they cleaned things up in the second half. They had 10 penalties in the first half. I don't necessarily blame them entirely for not being able to hear. The broadcast was, like, doing it... Either they were overdoing it, or it was so loud that when on defense, they kept calling penalties, you could barely hear the referee. It was so loud at Paul Brown Stadium. Which... Yeah, if y'all can bring that kind of energy the whole year, that'd be really cool. But also, I want you guys to get Derek Stingley, so can you please start losing? Please? You need to be a top-five team just to get Derek Stingley. If not, uh, could you trade up and get him? 
I'm just saying I need this team reunited. Please. Please. Also, it keeps Derek Stingley out of the NFC South, which is something I desperately need. Because uh, De- Devin White stayed in the NFC South, and we've been seeing way too much of him. And we got the 49ers of the Lions. That game ended somewhat close. How the hell did you nearly blow that? Seriously, 49ers. How did you nearly blow that? What was this, the 1957 uh, playoffs? Oh, yeah, we're going back a bit. Oh, yeah, we're going back a bit. But if you don't know, uh, the 49ers blew a humongous lead to the Lions in, like, the 1950s. I think it was 57, uh, where they had, like, this major lead, and they started selling tickets to the NFL championship game, and then the Lions came back and beat them. And then, uh, yeah, that was important because uh, Lions won the championship that year. Lions aren't doing that this year, but, you know, they they played hard. Uh, Raheem Mostert, he's out for the year because, you know, the, the 49ers can't get anything going for them. And also, Dre Greenlaw has an injury that's sidelining him until November. Fun. So the Titans didn't win. I thought they would. So, Cardinals, can you just explain to me where this was? Just Chandler Jones has apparently decided that he's going to be the entire defense. Um, which apparently, that's fine. He got five sacks. Um... Seriously, what the hell happened there? Derrick Henry didn't do anything, but that's not going to change anything. Like, he didn't do much. Who do the Titans play this week, even? Let's double-check my thing. Like, the Titans play... Well, actually, from what I remember, yeah, they play the Seahawks, so that's not going to work well for them. So maybe Derrick Henry won't have a 2,000-yard season. He'll have a 1,600 or eight, 1,600-1,800-yard season, and it'll be like, eh, whatever. Um, yeah... The Titans couldn't do anything. Apparently, Julio Jones had a personal foul penalty that really annoyed Mike Vrabel. Isn't that funny how Mike Vrabel is this defensive guy and yet his team has no defense? I find it to be hilarious. You had to get Janoris Jenkins because you were that desperate. I just, that's all I have to say. You had to get Janoris Jenkins because you were so desperate on defense. Because you, can someone explain to me why the the Titans decided to cut the entire defensive secondary but for one guy? Was that, were you trying to worsen your defense? Or were you trying to make it better? Because it doesn't, it doesn't make it better. Speaking of uh, things that were better, these transitions are going by without a hitch. Um, the, the Seahawks. Okay, so Russ is cooking. So that's a thing. Uh, he was stupid efficient and threw like 254 yards on like 23 passes. Like... What? Uh, my opponent had uh, Tyler Lockett, and I was so pissed off because I thought I was going to lose. Because I was losing coming into la- uh, the last game, and then Monday night happened. And, oh, we're going to talk about Monday night. Um, but yeah, no, Colts weren't bad either. It's just that the, the Seahawks were a better team. Next up, uh, the Chargers. Chargers beat Washington. Look who picked that. Me. Yes, that's right. The Chargers beat Washington. Now, Taylor Heineke came in because, oh no, 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 Ryan Fitzpatrick is injured. This is sad because Fitzpatrick has never lost to the Saints, and we play them, and now Fitzpatrick won't have a chance to lose to the Saints. I'm just saying, he he needs to lose to all 32 NFL teams. It, it No one's ever done it. Someone's got to be the first. Like, really, somebody's got to be the first. Anyway. Uh, yeah, Chargers look decent. Uh, their O-line was stupidly good. 
Like, I think they allowed pressure. They were, like, the best blocking line in the entire NFL. If you can tell in the background, there are some fire trucks. The things that we've had to deal with since, well, you know, I started this whole thing. God, I love living near a fire station. It's so loud. And you know what else is loud? Um, the Chargers Stadium, if it gets fans. But it probably won't have that many fans. We'll see. We'll see. Because they play the Cowboys this week. And uh, that O-line is going to have some help because the Cowboys have so many injuries. But yeah, 20-16. to 16, Hey, Justin Herbert, he's still back in a pretty good form. Then you had the Panthers beating the Jets. Hey, what do you know? The Panthers could beat the Jets. Who... I mean, I don't think that this was a difficult game to predict. Because, like, the Panthers have Christian McCaffrey and the Jets don't have enough guys to, like, replace Christian McCaffrey. Um, so, like, or stop him. Excuse me. Like, their defense just isn't good enough. Most defenses aren't. There's a reason why the Panthers were completely trashed without him last year. Because he's basically the crux of the entire offense. Then, speaking of complete trash, the Jaguars have lost 16 straight games because I decided, you know what I should do? Pick this team. Despite forgetting that it has been since 2002 that the number one overall pick at quarterback has won a game in week one. Last guy to do it was David Carr of the Expansion Texans. Yeah, so the Texans actually look like a good team. What? I started Trevor Lawrence in this game, and I don't know what drugs I was on. Oh, wait, that's right. I didn't think Tua was going to do well against the... Um, I should really stop talking about my fantasy team until we get there. Let's do that. Um, but yeah. Texans won, kicked ass, Mark Ingram even scored a touchdown, so that was a thing. Man, I was right to pick the Cleveland Browns to lose. Boy, oh boy, was that a sad ending, though. But this is why you can't let the Chiefs back into anything. Also, Baker, you need to be able to throw the ball out of bounds a little bit better. Because I thought he was throwing it out of bounds on that game-losing pick. But he just didn't have the the arm strength to do it. Dolphins over Patriots. Hey, what do you know? I got it right. Only because Damian Harris fumbled the ball in the red zone. But still, I mean, I was right. Uh, what do you... I can't really say anything about this game. I didn't watch it. All I know is that Dolphins win. Ha ha ha. So the Packers didn't win. No, no, they, they very much lost. <laughs> they very much lost. I talked at length about how good that game felt. Oh, baby, baby. You're going to be surprised by what I say. Uh, once we get into the picks uh, tomorrow. Because I'm not doing that today. The Giants, I had them beating the Broncos. Nope, the Broncos came in and decided, Hi, I'm Teddy Bridgewater, and I'm going to be a very good quarterback like I always was. Teddy Bridgewater is having success. Everyone is happy. Like, who doesn't want Teddy Bridgewater to have success? Even AFC West fans are fine with it. Mainly because it's the Broncos and they're not really a threat. Like, it's the Giants. What did you expect? I had the Rams beating the Bears, and I was right about that. Because the Bears suck. I'm just going to say it, uh, and I think a lot of people are saying this. The Andy Dalton experiment is working so terribly. I'm sorry, but Andy Dalton cannot do anything. You should not have gotten such a washed-up quarterback. Alex Smith worked well as the guy to train and develop uh, Patrick Mahomes because Alex Smith led the Chiefs to the playoffs the year prior. Like, you already had a very proven quarterback. And then the guy leads them to the playoffs again, which allowed Patrick Mahomes to get that Week 17 start. It's because they were resting starters because I think they'd already made the playoffs. And they'd already locked in their seat. Like, yeah. 
I don't remember. It feels like that happened, but I don't exactly know. What I do know is this. You need to start Justin Fields by week five. You need to start him by week five. Because you do not have the team to do it. The only reason I can see you keep starting Andy Dalton is because you do not want Justin Fields getting murdered behind that O-line. Oh yeah, also Matt Stafford kind of is really good. Holy crap, did Matt Stafford look good on Sunday night. Like I was watching that and I was like, oh. Oh. Okay, so that's a bomb. What? And then we have the Monday night game. What the hell happened in that game? Did that game just take... What drugs did that game take after the two-minute warning? Now, first of all, I gotta say, I need Manning cast for every single Monday night football game. I do not want to watch another uh, one of the normal casts. They are so bad. I am honest. I am serious about this. It is so much more fun watching the Mannings talk about it with, like, Russell Wilson at the end of the game. Like, it was really fun and entertaining, and you actually learned things about football. Because they know about it, and they... That one was basically, like, for people who understand it. Also, yes, everyone is pushing for a Manning cast for the Tennessee Ole Miss game, and everyone wants it, and ESPN, you will get massive ratings if you do it. People will pay money for that. People will pay for that. With Archie and Cooper. Please do this. I want to see it. But yeah. By the way, my prediction was uh, that they would score 57 points in that Monday night game. It was 60. I was damn close. Hoo, 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 baby. So yeah. Let's get to these week two picks, baby. Now, I already came up with them. Hooray. I don't have to think about them. I can read them off and explain why. Alrighty, so let's start with tonight's game between the New York Giants and the Washington football team. Now, I got Washington over New York. I know, that's crazy, you might be saying. But the Giants have always beaten Washington. Yeah, I know, but Washington's just a better team. I just feel it. I think that the defense is going to be enough. But I'm also often wrong about things. So, yeah. Then we got the Bengals and the Bears. Now... For this one, I think the Bengals do go into Chicago. They beat the Bears. Um, I just think that the team that I saw... It's it's really tough for me in this one. This one's like a coin flip for me, mainly because Andy Dalton. Like... It's Andy Dalton, and it's the way they're using Justin Fields. Someone made a comparison to the way Georgia used Justin Fields, and, um... Yeah... That's that's not a bad comparison. Yeah. Then we have the Texans and the Browns. So the Browns are going to win that game because the Texans suck. The Browns actually have a good run attack, and the Texans aren't playing one of the worst teams I've ever seen in my life. I don't get it. I just don't get how they can be this bad. Then we got the Rams and the Colts. Now, I think the Rams are going to win this game, but it won't be that bad a win. Like... It doesn't feel like the Colts are going to get blown out like they did last week. That felt like a lot of, here's a bunch of deep passes to Tyler Lockett. Can you defend it? No, I didn't think so. Like, Tyler Lockett had a 69-yard pass. And granted, the the Rams had like an 88-yard touchdown against the Bears, but also the Bears don't know how to defend. 
think the Colts are going to do a little bit better. I think Carson Wentz, you're going to see more of him. One of the other problems for the Colts was that their run game just went flat. Like what, did Jonathan Taylor even have 50 yards running? I don't even remember. So yeah. Then we got the Dolphins and the Bills. And for me, a lot of people are picking the Bills. So I'm picking the Dolphins because not I don't just want to be tra- contrarian. When I first saw the matchup, I'm like, I think the Dolphins win this game. And I know the Bills are a better team than them. There's something weird about that loss. That I don't know if the... It's not even do the Bills bounce back from it. The Bills just did not play well in the latter half of that game. They had a 10-0 halftime lead and they blew it. Like, that doesn't happen often. I think it's only happened one time in the past, like, 20 years or so. Where a team's been down 10 or more at the half, and then won 10 or more at the half with no points, and then won the game. Doesn't happen that often. And I'm not trying to say the Bills are a bad team. I'm saying that the Dolphins are a damn good team. Like, the Dolphins are a really good team that can keep up with a lot of a lot of others. And I need to watch more of them. Unfortunately, I don't really get their games. Um, so yeah. Then we have the Patriots and the Jets. And if you think I'm picking the Jets, you're a damn fool. Now the Jets do have somebody new. They have a new punter. I mentioned him because it's Thomas Morstead. Yeah, that's going to look weird uh, when I see that, when he bombs one. But then Blake Gilligan. By the way, yes, they're going to have him on the roster, it seems, when the Saints play in New York. I'm sorry, New Jersey. It's not in New York. It's at New York. There's a difference. Um, Yeah, because, you know, that, that ain't New York. It's New Jersey. East Rutherford. Where the beer is not allowed to be served on a Sunday because of blue laws. These are interesting factoids with Ben. Here's another interesting factoid. The 49ers are going to beat the crap out of the Eagles. I'm sorry. I don't think they're going to sustain whatever the hell they did against the Falcons. Because the Falcons are terrible. Hey, remember when I was talking... If you don't remember. Uh, when I mock drafted. I said the Falcons were going to draft Patrick Sertan. When I was doing the draft night... I laughed my ass. I was, like, very happy when the Falcons selected Kyle Pitts over a defensive player. Why? Because the Falcons were going to lose because of that. Oh my god, we have Kyle Pitts. Cool. You scored six points against the Eagles. I don't care if it's week one. You have an offensive guy. It's the Eagles. You need to at least put up a touchdown. You have to at least put up a touchdown. You put up two field goals. Congratulations. Apparently, Matt Ryan looked cooked. We'll talk a little bit more about them. Raiders and Steelers. Look, the Raiders didn't win that game because they're better than the Ravens. It's because they got lucky and also the football gods just gave them pity and also they didn't want the rest of the AFC West to, you know, be dunking on them. No, they wanted to say that for teams like the Falcons for being the only team in the NFC South with a loss. Hee 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 hee. That won't be true after this week, though. We know that. Actually, that's not even technically true. The games could end in ties. Amazing. But yeah, the Steelers, they're going to beat the Raiders. Here's why they're going to beat the Raiders. The Raiders aren't as good as you think they are. The Raiders don't have as much weaponry as they used to because Mariota re-aggravated some sort of injury. He's out. Um, The Steelers could apparently run the ball with Najee Harris, which is interesting considering I didn't think that would be possible. Because they didn't have an O-line. 
turns out Najee Harris is either a god, or they found some way to manufacture a, you know, some sort of O-line. Like a papier-mâché O-line. It works well enough, but it's, like, not as strong as you would want. We're going to skip over the Saints-Panthers game, because that's going to be for tomorrow, for the kickoff show. We have the Jaguars and the Denver Broncos. The Jaguars go into a stadium where there was a win on Sunday. It wasn't their win, but it was a win. By the way, i got to say thank you to Jacksonville uh, and the Jaguars for letting us use your stadium to put on the most dominating performance it's seen in a very long time. Well, I don't know what Gator Bowls have been, so maybe maybe I'm wrong about that. I, I genuinely don't know like the status of Gator Bowls off the top of my head, so maybe there were some blowouts in that, but for a pro sports team, it's been a long time. Especially for the home team and not the away team. <laughs> I don't want to junk on the Jaguars, but when you have your head coach seriously fielding questions about whether he's going to take the USC job, you got a problem. You got a problem of focus. You got a problem of composure. You got a problem this, that, and the other thing. And the Broncos don't have that. They have Teddy Bridgewater. Teddy Bridgewater is the model of consistency whenever he's not injured. He's a good enough quarterback. I mean, the Panthers couldn't use him, but that's because they didn't have Christian McCaffrey. That's a whole separate thing. Oh, I forgot to mention this. Uh, the, the the Panthers punted at the Jets' 33-yard line and got it down to the Jets' 15. I don't know who the hell said that was a good idea. You need to be fired. But, you know, Panthers and stupid special teams' mistakes and uh, decisions. Where have I seen this before? You kicked a 65-yard field goal against us, and then you kicked a 68-yard field goal against the Vikings. Are you actually stupid, Matt Rule? Do you know anything about special teams? Decent question. Then we got the Vikings losing to the Cardinals. Oh, I'm sorry, playing at the Cardinals. No, they're losing to the Cardinals. Yeah, Cardinals, they're going to bounce back. Oh, wait, they already won. I thought they had lost. I'm an idiot. Yeah, they're going to win. They are just a better team. Then the Vikings. The Vikings are... Being of better teams, the Buccaneers, they play the Falcons. I've already talked in depth about the Falcons. The Falcons are just an absolutely horrible team. This game's going to be stupidly close for no reason because welcome to the division. Chargers versus Cowboys. Chargers are going to win. Cowboys don't have DeMarcus Lawrence. He's out for the season. I think it's something to do with his foot being not 100% uh, unbroken. So that's not fun. Chargers O-line, very good. Um, their defense, I think, can keep up. If they can keep up, this could be a shootout. Uh, could be fun. Seahawks and Titans. I mean, I got the Seahawks winning this. Look, the Seahawks run game, I mean, the Seahawks run defense was really good against the Colts. Now, granted, Derrick Henry is Derrick Henry. He can run through you if he wants to. Sometimes. Other times it can be like the Packers game last year where he forgets how to run the ball. Yeah. If he, if he can't get anything going, the Titans are going to get completely curb stomped. If he can get something going, maybe this game goes differently. But it's a home game for the Seahawks. So that, that factors into it. Then we got the Ravens and the Chiefs. Now look, I got the Chiefs winning this game. The Ravens didn't look great, and also the injuries, just the injuries to the Ravens, that hurts them a lot. Like, you guys, how do you have so many injuries? My goodness gracious. 
Chiefs are just a better team. Finally, we got the Green Bay Packers beating the Detroit Lions in what can only be described as a good bounce-back game. And because I have to do the total points thing, let's go to 51. The Packers have to beat the Lions. If you don't beat the Lions, we got a major problem brewing in Green Bay. Yeah. So that that wouldn't be good. Let's go to a fantasy thing real quick, and let's talk about my fantasy team. Just for two seconds, just because I want to mention the fact that I won. Oh yeah, I did, I did, I won the game, yeah. That's right, I won it. Yep, won 120.18 to 117.38. And, uh, yeah. I had Trevor Lawrence as my starter. He scored 19.08 points. I benched uh, Dak Prescott. He scored 27.42, so that was great. I also had the Packers defense and special teams. They scored negative three points. Had I had the Saints defense and special teams, well, I would have scored 14. So that's 17 points I left on the board there. Uh, Justin Tucker had 11 points. Ryan Suckup had seven, so that was a good move. Um, yeah. I mean, I could have had uh, Devin Singletary as my running back instead of Clyde Edwards-Alaire. That would have given me a few more points, but not that many. Yeah, my starting roster was pretty decent, and I won. I won thanks to that uh, field goal that ended up being the one that prevented... I don't know how to describe it. The game-leading field goal that was then matched by uh, the Raiders. Yes, that's how you would put it. So yeah, I won. Hooray. Now it's time to get into the college footballs. That's right, people. College football. Where things happen. And LSU won. Good. It was so bad. It was such a bad win. But I already talked all about that. Not all about that, but, you know, a bunch about that. Now, last week's picks. Did I do well? I got 50 percent of them again I was half and half so I missed so Ohio State uh what happened Oregon was without two of its best defensive players and they still lost Oregon had to convert a tight end to defense I mean a defensive end to tight end they had to start teaching him how to do that what the hell happened seriously it's insane then you got Pitt beating Tennessee yeah I thought that would happen Florida beating South Florida. Did anybody really think that South Florida was going to win that game? I don't think we could have been in that much stupidity. Texas A&M squeaked by Colorado. It was only a 10-7 victory, so that's a thing. Iowa beat Iowa State 27-17, so yeah. Let's talk about this Arkansas game. So Arkansas beat Texas 40-21. What? What? Okay. Okay, then. So, Arkansas is now ranked. Meaning that the only two teams that aren't ranked in the SEC West are LSU and Mississippi State. Please, somebody end me. Speaking of Mississippi State, they won. I did not expect them to do that against NC State, nor did I expect them to win 24-10. And NC State was a good team. Mississippi State was better. Michigan beat Washington. Gee, I wonder how I figured that out. Oh, yeah, one of these teams didn't lose to an FCS team. Oh, yeah, that might be why. 
Yep, now Michigan's ranked. And then Utah, they lost to BYU, snapped a nine-game win streak for uh, Utah. That's or eight-game win streak. It was over 12 years, I know that. Uh, but yeah, BYU won. Now BYU is ranked. USC lost to Stanford. I was expecting uh, that not to happen. So uh, Clay Helton's gone. Yup. So they fired him after a 42-28 loss that was not as close as the scoreboard makes it seem because those 28 points, half of those came in garbage time, basically. Like, they were really late touchdowns. Makes it look a lot closer than it actually was. But, you know. Ugh. I'm sorry. Somebody. Lol. Sorry. Saw a funny thing. Twitter is a great place, but it's not great when you know when you know you're in the middle of a thing. Oh, by the way, thing that's happening on uh Saturday or isn't happening. Purdue isn't getting to bring their big ass drum to Notre Dame Stadium, and this is a sad thing. It's the first time since 1979 they aren't allowed to bring it because apparently the visitors tunnel isn't big enough and they won't let them bring it through the a home tunnel, which begs only one question. Notre Dame, why are you being the way that you are? You suck. Nobody likes you. That drum is one of the coolest things in the world. No, I'm not biased at all as a percussionist or a former percussionist. Nope, not biased at all. Nope, not at all biased. Nope, got no biases whatsoever. So yeah, let's see which games I'm going to go 50-50 on this week. So I got Oklahoma playing Nebraska and Oklahoma winning against Nebraska. If you have Nebraska beating Oklahoma, I'd like to know what the hell you're taking. And if you're a Nebraska fan, I need to know where you're getting that hopium. Uh, then we got Cincinnati. They're going to beat Indiana. Indiana really hasn't shown it. I mean, we were all hoping that Indiana was going to be this cool thing. Okay, this is interesting. Uh, hmm. So, yeah. Apparently, Billy Price is starting at center for the Giants, and Nick Gates is sliding to left guard. This is very interesting. Hmm. I don't know if that changes anything, but definitely makes the game interesting. I'll be watching it. Then we get Coastal at Buffalo. Coastal Carolina should win this game. Uh, they're on a roll, man. Some boats getting respect. Now, Virginia Tech versus West Virginia. Got Virginia Tech winning this. Frankly, they're on a bit of a roll. West Virginia's on a bit of an eh. Oh, yeah. But West Virginia won. They beat Long Island University. The Sharks. A team that has yet to win a game as a football program. Yeah. So, not exactly the greatest. Like, I'm pretty sure they've never won a game. They didn't win a game in 2019. I don't think they played in 2020. And if they did, I think they lost every game. And then in 2021, they're 0-2. So, not exactly not exactly your best. Um, then you got Michigan State and Miami. I'm picking the upset. Michigan State, give me the Spartans. <gasps> Excuse me. Here's why. Um, so, Miami somehow ekes out a win against App State. And you want me to believe in them? 
no, 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 no. I think Michigan State can do it. I haven't watched a lick of Michigan State football, so I totally know what I'm talking about. Bama versus Bama at Florida. So Bama's going to win this game by 30. Is Emory Jones starting this game? Seriously, is Emory Jones starting this? Is he projected to be the starting quarterback? Because, like, Emory Jones cannot play very well. This dude is... I just need to look at this. Um, Emory Jones, 31 of 49, 264 yards, 2 TDs, and 4 picks on the year. What are you doing? He's going to get... It's going to end so badly. Then I got Utah getting a bounce-back win at San Diego State. Um, Yeah. There's really nothing else I got to say there. Auburn at Penn State. I think Penn State can pull this one off. It's a whiteout. It's unfortunate I won't be able to watch that, as I will be too busy watching the LSU-Central Michigan game, which I'll be previewing tomorrow after watching a little bit of what Central Michigan can do. Then we got Oklahoma State at Boise State, and I think Boise State can win this game. Here's why. Oklahoma State just ain't that good. Oklahoma State just is not that good. This is a team that's had two one-possession games this year, and they've not been to good teams. It's been Missouri State, an FCS team, and uh, Tulsa, a team that lost to UC Davis, an FCS team, in the first week. Like, we're not talking about a good team. We're not talking about a great... We're talking about... mm, It's just, I don't see it. Then we got ASU at BYU. And I think I'm going to have to pick the upset. I think BYU can do it. I have no reason for this, so don't take this with any sort of, like, real analysis. How many points in the Auburn-Penn State game? Let's go... 46. Why not? And then finally... For the picks, we're going to go and do underdog pick them. Now, I forgot to do the numbers. Because I'm smart. Could you open? Sorry, we have to wait because underdog pick website is refusing to load. I wonder why that is. It's weird, isn't it? There it is. There it is. I got four points last week. Cool. Let's see what I did. So, if you don't know how underdog pick'em works, you pick an underdog, and you get points based on how much of an underdog they are. Um, so, a one-point underdog, if they win, you have to pick who's going to win. If they win, you get one point. If they're ten-point underdogs, you get ten points if they win. They don't cover the spread... They have to win outright. And so, let's just uh, take a look. Last week, we saw... Oh, Jesus, God, this was absolutely worthless, except for a couple of them. Um, And I'm doing terribly this year. So, Oregon... So, my only one that I got right was Iowa, because I had Iowa winning. Uh, Bowling Green did not win, unfortunately, and Northern, I- uh, Northern Illinois lost by seven. So, Wyoming barely covered the spread. Uh, So, Oregon is 14 plus 17 plus 7. 
So there were a couple of seven-point games that you could have gotten to get this one. So if you'd have picked Stanford to beat USC, you'd have had 17. If you'd have picked Oregon to beat Ohio State, you'd have had 14. So that's 31 there. And then if you'd have picked either BYU over Hawaii, uh, BYU over Utah or Vanderbilt over Colorado State, you'd have had seven. So that's 38 points. Hey, that's just as many as the Saints scored against the uh, uh, Packers. And I had more points than the Packers did in that game. Isn't life fun? Sorry, I'm just so happy from that game. That happiness is going to die on Sunday. Anyway, let's get to the lines for this week. Let's see uh, who was the who are the three biggest underdogs this week, by the way. Who are the three largest possible points getters? That's, that's always a little fun question I always like to ask. As you can tell, this episode's a little bit shorter. Yeah, we're not even at the 40-minute mark, and we're going to end it. That's good. So I see 28. I see 33. Ooh, 33. I see another 28. I see 26. I see 31. Ooh, that's always big. Okay, I got it. So the three biggest underdogs. Connecticut at Army. UConn at Army, so that's 33. You got a 31-point underdog in South Carolina. And then you got a 30-point dog in UNLV who's playing Iowa State. So 33 plus 31 plus 30, 94 possible points. We're not picking 94 possible points. Let's take a look at some of these lines, by the way. you got North Texas. They're at home versus UAB. They're 12-point dogs. Memphis versus Mississippi State. They're 3-point dogs. Mm. Uh, let's see. Hmm. UMass, they're big dogs. They won't win. Um, Kansas State is two-point underdogs versus Nevada. I'd hammer that, especially when it's a home game. Although, then again, last week wasn't great. They were within eight of a FCS team, Southern Illinois. Um, Michigan State, I have them winning, so I have to pick them anyway. Virginia Tech is three-point underdogs? Are you kidding me? But I always pick a big underdog. I always pick a 10 plus pointer. And let's see. Who do I think? Who do I think wins? Could be Louisiana Tech versus Southern Method. Really? Okay. Hmm. Um, you got Colorado State. They're not winning. Uh, Arkansas State's playing Washington. That's not happening. East Carolina's playing Mart. That's not happening. Uh, let's see what else is here. Southern Miss versus Troy. Uh, no. Vandy is 11 point dogs to Stanford. They won't, they won't win that. I'm going to put a bit on this Fresno State UCLA game. Because I genuinely think Fresno State can beat them. I genuinely think Fresno State can beat them. They're 11 point dogs. So we're looking at a max possible of 19 points. I mean, I have to pick... I think that's... Of the 10-plus point uh, lines, I think the one that's the most likely to happen is Fresno State beating UCLA. Just because Fresno State's been on a roll. Been on a roll. But yeah, that's going to do it for this episode of Goal to Go. Do not forget that we have now got ourselves a new format where I don't do the predictions for the Saints and the LSU games today. I do those tomorrow, mainly so I can get more time and so I can watch a little bit more and also 
do schoolwork and stuff. Um, it's really helpful for me. And it's good for you because you get better content. And it's not all crammed into one. Plus, I have enough time to upload this before the Sunday night, uh, the Thursday night game. So there's that. So yeah, that's going to do it. Uh, don't forget about the GoFundMe for the Hurricane Ida relief. That's in the description of this. Also, the stream I did. Uh, so if you enjoyed this, you want to find me on Twitter, you can find me at capital B-E-N, capital S, capital L, capital A, capital S, P-O-R-T-S. If you want to see more Twitch streams, we're going to be live again on Tuesday. That's the Tuesday upcoming at twitch.tv slash T-E-P-I-G-L-O-V-E-R-1. That's twitch.tv slash T-E-P-I-G-L-O-V-E-R-1 at 8 o'clock central. Um, yeah, might also have another thing come out on Friday. We'll see, because I'm going to the LSU-Mississippi State women's soccer game. We're ranked number 6 in the country, and we're playing at home against Mississippi State to open the SEC season. Oh my god, don't let this be like last year. Don't let this be like last year with football, please. I'm worried about that. I'm genuinely worried about that. Is the universe trying to send us a sign? We don't know. But I hope that the universe sends you good signs the rest of this week. You'll hear me again tomorrow, and then on Sunday, and then on Monday. Because two-point conversions after the Saints and LSU games, uh, those are always fun. So yeah, I've been Ben Schluter. This has been Goal to Go. Hope you have a fantastic rest of your day, and into the week, and into the ever. And until next time, bye-bye.